This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, with me as always, <laughs> Kristen Stuttered. That's me, everybody. I don't know why I'm being extra creepy. You're just trying to be all cute to hide the fact that you have, I have a, a little bit of a stuffed up nose. A, snuff, a yeah. snuffle. A, a little bit of a snuffle snuffle. Uh, Kristen. Yes. We are about to hit the peak of the season it's the it's the uh, peak yeah of the season <laughs> yeah uh, appropriately well we are this is probably our last episode before the inductees are announced i believe if my timing is right you know my timing is often oh off. my gosh can't wait to get pranked next week but this is uh this is uh an important installment in our uh <clears throat> Oh boy, can he do it with a snuffling nose? Special coverage of the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination announcement and eventual induction ceremony. Kind of. I think I, I gave it my all. You did give it your all, but was it enough? Judges? Ooh, well, why don't we bring in our first judge, yes. <laughs> our special guest. Very excited to have him. He's a very funny comedian and writer. Uh, he's a big time music boy. Big time. Josh Androsky. Order, order, order in the court. I'm a judge. Yeah. So what do you think? Did he, do you know, have you heard him do that? Guilty. Oh, oh, no. Right. Behind bars. <laughs> uh, well, Josh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I, I, I love uh, talking about music with you, so this is very appropriate to have you on this here program. I'm excited, and I'm excited to be here for the peak of the seas. The peak uh, really? of the seas. Yeah. I, I, when you texted me about perhaps talking about the zombies, I got really excited because the zombies are like the only band that I have been obsessed with that I've actually, like an older band that I've actually seen and was they were as good as I wanted them yeah. to be. Ooh. You know what I mean? They yeah. weren't like... A disappointment or they weren't like half what their exactly. powers are. Yeah, well, yeah. They were know. at full powers and I saw them twice over like six years and they were at full powers both times. Joe and I saw... Oh boy. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. of older artists and hoping that they would be in their prime. Good lord. We, we saw, saw Elvis, Elvis Costello, Costello and the Imposters at the Will Turn last week. And it was not... It was <sighs> underwhelming. Yeah. Really? Truly. And I love Elvis. Yeah. Costello. And I've seen him before and enjoyed it. And uh, this was a you know, roughie. about 10, 11 years ago. And yeah, 
I don't know. What like what was it? It was a combination of shitty like set list or yes, yes. His encore was about ten songs, seven of them new from like yes. the new album. That's not what you do. No, no. that's the opposite yeah, of what you're supposed what to do. You do. Exactly. You, you 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 get those in like that's song three through eight. If right. you want to do five songs from a new album, there's songs three through eight, mm-hmm. and you yep. barrel through them all. Yes. Yep. Uh, and it, it really felt insulting. Uh, yeah. And Maybe actually songs three through six and eight through ten. Yes, you, sprinkle you spring, them in. Yeah, you you do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean you need to give you gotta you gotta wake the people back. Give up the people in, what in they the want. Well, the, the encore is supposed to be like okay, you've you've heard some stuff that's been like my my new album and right. some other things, and we've ha- been having a fun. But you've waited. I left. You cheered. I came back. Here's stuff from this year's model. Here's yeah. stuff from My Aim is True. I'm just going to give you the hits, the Pump you know, it classics. Up. Yeah. And he I, played Allison. He played Pump It Up and <laughs> oh then gosh, immediately so played the slowest song I've ever heard after it. Oh. Like, the, he did the opposite of pumping it up. It yeah. <laughs> he deflated were, us down. People were standing on their feet. I finally was like, yeah, let's do it. All right. I am pumped up. Thanks, Elvis. And then it was like the whole crowd stood up. And then sat down in unison after he was done. <laughs> it was so disappointing. Yeah. Also, he was, you know, he was pulling a Rolling Stones on some of his uh, the, the, mo- so, more yeah. popular songs. The tempos were slowed down. And even when, like, the tempos were okay, he was doing that fucking Elvis Costello thing that he likes to do now, which is really seeing the syllables yeah. and, like, vibrato everything and you're, he's like that doing weird that Bono shit. Yeah, and he was also like on purpose a half step behind the music on any song that you would have wanted to sing along to. In order to fit in the vibrato, it was really a it was a bummer. That sucks. Can can I talk about the good version of that with the Zombos? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Uh, oh, you, is you, there a thing? We might we might just talk. We're gonna get into we're the Zombos a little General bit Hall. later. But and then first, get okay, straight I, up in them zombos. Yeah, I just had a thing about like set list order, mm-hmm. and they did it right. Well, they did a thing where in the second time I saw them, um, they had their current touring band and they played all the new stuff. Then, as the opener, that right. was like the opener was like Rod Argent and Colin like Blumstone, yeah. Blumstone with the new touring band, and then they they like played all their new stuff. They took a break and then came back and played the entirety of Odyssey and Oracle in with order. The original lineup. With the original lineup. Yeah. And that and then that's what, a cool what you're move. supposed to do. What yes, a cool move. Exactly. What a cool dudes. It made it makes me think that uh, if I would go see Elvis Costello again, or really any of those artists from the past, and and more artists are doing this, playing an album in full yeah. is like what it needs to be. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, your boy gun go nuts. It's kind of weird that like we're much more postmodern now, like as people, but we really want like you would think that the idea of like yes, playing like I'll let the artist choose the yeah. best <laughs> songs in the best order, and we'll do exactly mm-hmm. what they want to do because I'm seeing them live, and this is a different thing. Yeah, but all we desperately want is it to sound exactly the same <laughs> as it did when we were kids. Yep, uh-huh. and we yeah. want we want them to look us in the eyes while they do that. Yeah, yeah. well, well, that's we are the next boomers. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's scary. Happening. That's some scary. Well, Ugh. because when we got there, the concert. Like everyone was seated, which I wasn't prepared for. I just mm-hmm. i I don't know that I've been to a concert in a long time where everyone sits in their seats the whole time, like the whole time. Yeah, 
I s- every once in a while, like maybe a drunk woman would stand up and like woo for a yeah. second, or like people would Pump stand me. up, <laughs> or like people would stand I'm up Allison. to, to fake. <laughs> That's my name. It's my name. This song is about me. But like, or people would like stand up and like take a selfie and fake like they were having a good time, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. sit back down right. immediately and put their hands in their laps. Like that's very LA. It was it was mm-hmm. not cool, and I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't have a good. Th- but we had, we had milkshakes afterwards. We did have vegan milkshakes and, afterward, and, they were and good. that was Where? good. And we had some nice friendship. A place down by the winter. Yeah, it's like a. I don't know. It's like it's a like a it's vegan like a in and vegan out, in and out, like oh, a little wow. like and they it, have they, impossible they, burgers good. and stuff like that. Very it was good. good. And they got a cute little sign with a, a Westie on it. It's very stuff. cute. Uh, Josh, the Rock okay, and Roll Hall of Fame is a obviously a bizarre institution mm-hmm. that is like kind of on people's radars, but often in the periphery. So I just to kind of get us started, I'm curious what uh, you know or what your experience is with the hall. Like you know, if you've seen induction ceremonies or clips or in, in you know in your news right. feeds etc um I, so and it's okay if it was all from joe <laughs> all right. from knowing so are you talking mind. about this year's just in general okay like you know so i i want the the main thing i know about the rock hall is um the mike love speech yes of which course. i'm sure you've talked about oh, it was like one of the first things we talked about but i've yeah. still not watched it right oh really well, yeah. that's kind of our dynamic yeah <laughs> it's it's truly incredible that like you get this little glimpse of trump like before trump like yeah you oh. get this scary view of the future where it's all about boomer entitlement and like like basically what Mike Love's doing in that is exactly what Trump has done to America which is like I'm going to make this all about me. Here's anybody who at the at all in any way at all whatsoever has slighted me. I'm going to name you and I'm going to challenge you to a physical fight <laughs> in front of all of our peers and destroy every piece of decorum here. And it was really... all while wearing literally a baseball cap yeah. and a, a and one? a suit. Uh, no, it's it's okay. like a but a but a big but is it a looking? It's it... a big stupid hat with a suit. Yeah, Ugh. I think yeah. a tuxedo. It's so yeah. it's like yeah, and it's almost one to one with what Trump yeah. wearing a hat and a suit. You know, yeah. we can really reverse engineer how we got here. Now <laughs> it's so screwed uh, up. You, and you can do it with rock stars. You take a little Mike Love, a little Gene Simmons. Yeah, you know, like Gene you, Simmons, like the putting your name on everything and yeah, and like yeah, mix it in a big old pot all. and you and you get Trump. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, but Trump really is Mike love, Love and Gene Simmons. He would love to be compared to anybody in in rock, though. He would love that. I don't know if it would be. I feel like he would, like first and foremost, I feel like Donald Trump's iTunes is just like audiobooks where he's mentioned. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like I can't imagine him actually listening to music. I don't think he, we have like very little evidence. Yeah, that he he's has. not putting out a playlist no, Obama you, style every year. You know what it is? His I. His like fucking iPod, and because he, he still has an iPod, um, it just is like you hit shuffle, and what comes up is like eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Empire. <laughs> like that's all it is. Local Jingles. local Chicago jingle. Yeah, right. And I think uh, I think anytime they've asked Trump about music, it, it always goes to like album sales and like ticket sales that makes oh, sense sure. yeah, where he's always just sense. like bruce springsteen is very popular you know he sells a lot of tickets Look at the numbers and it's like the question was yeah. like what do you personally like and he's like bon jovi is very successful right so I, and it's like no 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 he, he went into sports nobody cared <laughs> <laughs> oh my god people liked it uh so i know that and then i um 
I saw the zombies because I follow them on various social media. They post about they like, really this do year, like yeah. a lot. It's pretty cute. They're they're really cute. How much they're excited about it, which I love. Um, and I'm trying to think of like other. Do you, when you were like a kid, do you remember the ceremonies being on VH1 or anything like I that? I remember watching them on VH1, and I remember generally not liking them. Do mm-hmm. you care about like um like classic rock music? Are you a list yes. person? Yes. I'm a, I'm definitely a classic rock boy, but I'm also like a fuck institutions Ooh. boy. Mm-hmm. So, but you are a list boy. I am a list. I boy. remember you and I talked for a long time about that that thing that you came up with, which was like, what are the best. Uh, first track on the first album yes. of an artist. I did a, uh, I did like a March Madness bracket of um, debut tracks, and it was like broken up by like t- era. Um, okay, like so each bra- each right. Yeah. And, and interestingly, uh, interestingly, the Zombies don't qualify for it because um, their first album, uh, along with like the Beatles and a lot of like '60s artists, was just a compilation. With a lot of covers on it, right? Yeah, and and they, they it was not an album as we know an album today, and so you kind of had to go through and like look at like because what I was trying to do is I was trying to be like what is arguably the first song that that made its way to the public by this artist, and it's much harder to figure that out before like the seventies when the album became yes, a thing. Because yeah. you have to look at singles and, and you have also to the popularity out. of the singles. Because right. if they released one single that had went nowhere. You know, got printed a hundred times, it doesn't count because it wasn't their introduction. So this to was what people. what is the best first single by a band? Or like the first introduction. Side one track okay. one best... is what I'm looking yeah. for of, okay. of their debut album mostly but then when you go back before the 70s you kind of have to figure out what single okay. was like the first introduction. What one? Well, or wait, what was it down to? So I didn't... I, it I, was mostly about putting the bracket together. Yeah, it was about seeding <laughs> the Truly. bracket. Yeah. Like the number one seed I think in the 70s. Um, it's about the process not It really the was. Product. It would be so fun because I would, I would text Josh and I'd be like Oh, this is gonna fuck it up. But uh, when a man loves a woman, yeah, and it would be like, oh, okay, we have to take this out. We have to put that in. Because, because basically, what I was trying to do is I was trying to see like what song was a distillation of the artist's future body of work. Like what, like what band like locked in right away. So like I remember like Led Zeppelin, "Good Times, Bad Times" is up there. Uh, because that's like such a perfect introduction to them, and mm-hmm. it's like a it's. It continued to be like what they were about, right? Right. It, yeah. Exactly. It, it, it was it was them, them out of the gate. Yeah. And I just like like that. Um, another one was um, Minnie Ripperton's song "Le Fleur" was a big one because that was a. It's like one of my favorite songs. But b. She's a woman of color in the late '60s who got the power to put out an actual album that she wanted to. You know, like. Um, it was very clear that this was like an original thing and she wasn't being like forced by a record label to do something that she didn't want to do. Gotcha. Um, and, uh, uh, what were a couple of the other ones? Um, uh, the Ramones first song is, um, fucking, uh, Hey Ho, Let's Go. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, Blue Screen Bop. Blue Screen Bop. Bop. Yeah. That is, that, like, that's, that is, right. that, that's. That, I think I think we have a winner. That on that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's NWA's that on, that, first song was that. straight out of Compton. Okay, okay. So those two go head to head. NWA versus the Ramones. This is some rock hall Finally. shit, actually. Yeah. Right. And but also like the Spice Girls' first song was "Wannabe," and you have to yeah. put that in. You mm-hmm. have to rank that in the top sixteen in the nineties. Yeah. Like, you just have to do that because it was so 
I mean, they took the world by storm and they knew exactly who they were right out of the gate. Now, part of that is because they were completely yeah, they manufactured. Were told to, yeah, yeah, they're but, prefabricated. Yeah. So it was just an interesting thought exercise. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It was more about putting the bracket together right. than actually like any competition right. after okay, that. Okay. So no one like voted. There well, wasn't a. The goal is eventually once I'm like bored enough <laughs> to, <laughs> to try to pitch it around to places to get it to be like voted on by people so that they can decide what the best one is any industry tastemakers out yeah, there yeah <laughs> we know you're listening uh, get Do it you on your spin magazine or one of the four places that would possibly run this bring back blender and then do it <laughs> yeah. on blender i don't yep. even know if blender's around anymore uh, Josh, I want to show you. You've probably, I, you, I think you've seen this, or at least I've talked about it w- with you at a party, which is the ballot this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to just let you see it, and then let's let's play a little game of what if Josh had a ballot, personal ballot. Oh, I, so off the top, it's really not starting great <laughs> with Def Leppard. They do not belong. Uh, I don't think any hair metal belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, but if you're going to put hair metal in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you put one band, and it's not Def Leppard. What, oh, what band is it? Guns N' Roses. Oh, sure. Yeah. Are yeah. they in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are they FYE. Got, they had to get in. Yeah. Oh, okay. They are. They're first year eligible. Yeah. yeah. One of our terms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. I think you were talking about that store yeah. for, yeah, your, for your entertainment. They're, yeah, they're FYE. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can buy their CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're at Dabby. They're, they're Best Buy. They're Circuit City. Yeah. They're FYE. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we had an episode that makes a compelling argument for, for Def Leppard. Yeah. I, I, I was like, meh. And now I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like it's not that much though. You, Cause you're not like, huh. no, I, I mean, it was interesting to appreciate that they are better than most of the genre they are lumped in. Are with. they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Totally. They are like, they're full of hits. And those hits are full of hooks in a way that is like actually kind of impressive. Okay, they are like a machine uh, in a way that you know, even like a fucking Bon Jovi is not capable of doing. Yeah, I have no respect for Bon Jovi. Yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, his work is a sports owner. Uh, so, uh, all right. So immediately, I like, Bon Jovi owns a sports team. He tried to. Oh, okay. I think he. I think he's a not part successful. owner I think of the he's Bills. A part owner. Either of, I think of an NHL team, and then he tried to buy yeah, the right. Bills and didn't. I can't oh. remember. Um, but so looking at this, right, like Devo, yes, obvious. Is mm-hmm. it their first year eligible? It is. It is. It's, it's not their first it's year their eligible. First it's their first year, year on nominated. the ballot. They're FYN right now. If they get in, it would be yeah. they would be FYN. That's crazy they're that nominated. they're not. But they've been FYE. eligible for a long time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Devo, a hundred percent. That's not a question. Um, I feel like. Uh, the zombies are a definite. Um, I feel like Radiohead is a guaranteed. It, is this their first year eligible? No. Their second year on the it's ballot. Their second year on the ballot. Oh, they really? didn't get in last year. It was That's their first weird. year eligible last year, and they did not get in. That's and really now weird. I have waffled in whether I think it will happen for them this year, even though they are part of my well, who draft. Who for them? So it's – do you want to take this question, Kristen? It's fun when oh you answer. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, so the people who who vote are all the people who've been inducted in b- before. So all every member of Aerosmith gets a ballot, et cetera. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. So just like let that sink in. Um, and then uh, also a bunch of like rock critics and like music journalists type people and industry connected people, maybe managers too. Mm-hmm. And then there's also one single ballot. 
<laughs> that is filled out by the fan vote. There's an online fan poll, and that goes toward one, one out of like ballot. a thousand. That's really it's like funny. one one thousandth of a vote is from the fans. That's I really think funny. I got it right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just about right. Yeah. That's how the voting happens. We okay. watched someone fill out their ballot live. Yeah, we, we had a, we had a, a friend wow. uh, who and used to be on the nominating great. committee. Who still has a ballot? Uh, fill it out. I liked his ballot. It was pretty he had good. A great ballot. Yeah. So how many do you get to pick? Five. Five. Okay. okay so, so so far we've we go. got Devo, Zombies, Radiohead, Zombies, Radiohead, and then I would. Hmm. Oh, also, oh no, they don't. When they nominate them, there's a hoagie. <laughs> Wait, you get a hoagie? No, no, no there's never been. <laughs> there it's is Chris, definitely a Chris, hoagie. There's, no, there's they sandwiches there's from Carnegie Deli. Nope, it's one big and, sandwich uh, down the middle of the table. Kristen called it a hoagie once, and then Seymour Stein was like, "What?" <laughs> he did he not got upset. agree, but you know who's to say? And then that became the running joke that Kristen will always call it a it hoagie. It is not a joke. It's real. Well, I hope it's you a get big a sandwich hoagie. down the middle. I mean, Jesus. Okay, yeah. so wait. All right, so I've got some questions now because yeah, those are sure. the only three that are guaranteed for me. Great. So we got some wiggle room in the two spots. Yes. So my also, question please is: Please remember, this counts for nothing. I know, but it, but it counts for a lot for me, <laughs> of okay, course, great. and that's yeah. what I love. Um, Fleetwood Mac's in, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Very good question. So, great question. A question that a lot of people insight. A lot don't of people think about. pass by and just think, oh, Stevie Nicks should be in. Right. Uh, I would say no then to Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks because her solo career is just Edge of Seventeen is really like the only real big and some duets. Yeah, exactly. Which, right. nope, sorry. Like, mm-hmm. you definitely deserve to be a first balloter with Fleetwood Mac. Exactly. And that rules. And you're great, but you don't need to be in twice. Um, Very astute. I mean, my question got is... Got some other people who are in there twice, three times, you know. Okay. Well, I mean... I'm just saying. But, like, I, I, I would... You would have to have, like... Somebody like Brian Eno could be in twice. Like, if, if she produced albums, if she... Mm-hmm. If she went through like a band and then had a very successful solo career that was completely different, exactly. You know? I think that's a good distinction. I of think like, so. You know, although is someone like Lou Reed, whose right. solo career was long and full of a lot of great music, and was different, different from Velvet, than Velvet Underground. and commercially yeah. more successful. Like, yeah, to have those distinctions is important. Stevie Nicks's uh, discography as a solo artist is very similar to late Fleetwood Mac. Right. There's like not a lot of distinction there. Right. So, um, okay, so she's out, I guess. I would say Stevie Nicks out. I what what I'm wondering is like, I don't know what the voters are looking for for the Rock Hall. Like, I know, like, because if you're looking for somebody that was like a pioneer, if you're looking for like innovation for in sure. music, mm-hmm. then I think you have to put Roxy Music in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Roxy Music fan, but just the people that were in it. Like mm-hmm. and what it meant for the sort of weird switch to more computer music and mm-hmm. synth and um uh like that represents like a real pioneer. Sure. Well, so, you talk about computer music. Some you other see who else is on the ballot? Craftwork. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Craftwork a hundred percent deserves to be in. Yeah. And I I kind of regret not immediately saying them. Um. Now that I think about it. Because yeah. the argument that I was giving to Roxy Music, yeah, is I was like, I was surprised that that ended with the words yeah. Roxy Music. But like, and also because they were doing it around the same time, and Kraftwerk has maintained relevancy in a way that Roxy Music hasn't. Mm-hmm. And I think because Kraftwerk's in, then Roxy Music's not. Um, 
Ooh. I think they yeah. occupy the same spot. But it's interesting too, though, that Devo as well, who, who I think Because they're also of kind of like, in that sphere. In that sphere. Yeah. We got a lot of kind of new wave Which stuff is so going awesome. On. It's right. so exciting because also we got one of the, another new wave band in, on That's the ballot as right. well. That... Which I don't think deserves to go in. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think The Cure deserves to go in. That's wild. Um, I, I, I think that The Cure is. And I might be able to soften on this. That actually mm-hmm. just um, made Joe's cold go away. He yeah. got so heated. His, <laughs> his, his steam cleared. was coming out of my ears. <laughs> I think for the same reason that you can't have Roxy Music and Kraftwerk in the same, you can't have The Cure and Devo in the same year. It just occupies. It's like if you have like, you know, um, it's not necessarily the same thing as this, but like if you had the prestige and the illusionist, uh, the illusionist <laughs> you know yeah okay sure i get what you mean so it, it's less about deserving in general but more about what comes first but, this year. right okay well i i, I get that so you're, person, you're coming from a sense of order yeah right I'm, as opposed you're not saying the cure doesn't deserve to be in at all you're saying devo deserves uh, you would to put be in de- first devo for okay yeah I, okay. I can understand that yeah a and bit. and and then if you really push me i don't have a lot of respect for the cure i think that they're cute Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they're fun and I would not be angry if they made it into the rock and roll hall of fame, but I'm not necessarily like chomping at the bit to uh, get old Robert Smith, the uh, piece of hardware. I am. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Why? I'd be because so excited. I think it's a in. combination of every category that you would want to, you would want to check off. You know, they're, they're critically acclaimed. They have several like albums that you consider to be like classic best of all mm-hmm. time. They have songs that everybody knows for like kind of a goth art rock band they have songs that are played on jack fm like you can be in you can be in fucking walgreens and hear a a lot a lot of cure songs would fit for this band that was like very uh artsy and moody and did a lot of interesting stuff musically they also turned out hits that didn't violate who they were as a band it still fit and they had hits from like they didn't sell out. They sold records. <laughs> <laughs> they had right. hits from like seventy nine to ninety two, which is like a crazy span of time. Yeah. You know, Boys Don't Cry was seventy nine, and like Friday I'm in Love is ninety two. Wait, which that is song came out in crazy to think about because it feels like an eighty song, but they were still able to make like such a kind of iconic Cure song that song after came out Nevermind. Ninety two yeah. after Nevermind. Yeah, in the so prime of and like, I think that wow. arc is really interesting, and also think like they were influential. I think what they were doing, nobody else Joe, really was doing. are we doing your Cure episode right that's a, now? That's a, that's a little, that's a, my little nugget <laughs> that's of a, a Cure. Little. Which we haven't done a Cure episode yet, we but haven't. if we if we did, that's I, get I would have said that I, stuff. I just, I never got the fingerless Jack Skellington gloves at, you know, mm-hmm. Hot Topic, so I'm not like, like, I'm not into Morrissey or the Cure. The idea sure, but the also cure. I bet you're not into the idea of like nerds making an art collective band and that's all Devo, you no, know? So you can't really judge I, it, you know I'm what I mean? I'm okay with that. Like, I, it depends on what kind of nerds uh like devo i say it depends on what kind of goths yeah but goths are just specific type of nerds and like it's like like all squares are rectangles but not all rectangles yeah. are squares <laughs> yeah. like all goths uh-huh. are nerds but not okay. all nerds are goths fair enough fair um, enough at any rate uh I, so what, 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 let's talk about your you you've okay, felt so this ballot work. Yeah. i've got three <laughs> sorry no so, you have no a... you have a lot here we go we got you so far have the zombies radiohead devo oh craft work four and then you and were then you pushed ba- out. You, you were about were to do Roxy music, but you pushed it music. out in favor of Kraftwerk. So I think what I have to do is put in Rufus and Shaka. Okay. Whoa. And, and I think I have to do this because I not only love Soul, but the two of them are—they're not in individually. No. I no. 
Yeah. And they both have an, a long enough and important enough body of work, like, yeah. aside from each other and with each other, especially Rufus Thomas, like, back in the Stax days, like, his his performance in like watt stacks and uh just everything like that era of music was is in him and the fact that the two of them are in this together i think deserve it i think that also puts i don't know a non-white and a woman, a non-white person, and a woman, right. um, on on your ballot, which yeah. is. I am no uh, expert on the band Rufus, but I think you might be confusing a guy named Rufus. Rufus Thomas. No, this no, is a this band, is the band called Rufus. Rufus. The Shaka Khan's band that she was with that did like "Tell Me Something Good." Oh, and I, I thought I that that was Rufus Thomas from Stax. No, it's just a. They called their band Rufus. That's so weird because I always thought that it was Rufus Thomas and Shaka Khan. No, Rufus is a band of like nine, nine, ten people, including oh. Shaka Khan. Okay, well then that is makes it different. Um, <laughs> but now the question is: Are you going to have an all-white male ballot? <laughs> I mean, no, because the next person on my like after that it would be. I don't think LL Cool J is cool uh, um it's in the name i know and generally <laughs> m- my rule is that if somebody comes up to you and tells you that they're cool they're probably a loser huh. uh, and i think that LL wait a cool minute J- but i'm cool <laughs> i think LL cool j is more famous for being famous than he is for being a musician now and, yes and that takes him off i think janet jackson probably deserves it there we go because there yeah. we go <laughs> I mean, you look at like what a pioneer she was in the nineties, yeah. uh, and the fact that she broke in the eighties and the eighties. But the fact that she broke from the family mm-hmm. and at a time like before Michael was really, really like down and out in popularity, like she was as popular as him. Yeah. And that's insane. And it's insane to have the shadow of your brother, of your family, of your yeah, dad. The mo- your most, the most famous well, person and alive. Of your brother who was FYE, yeah? No. No? The, no? Well, yeah, kind of the reason it's not is because he was he was putting out albums as a solo artist in like the 70s when he was like a little kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it like if he was to be inducted when he was first eligible, it would have seemed almost anachronistic because we don't think about Michael Jackson's solo career as starting Right. In like the early seventies, you right. know, we think of it as uh, when he, you know, off the, off the wall, off the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, it honestly might have been the second or third year, but it was. I think they just delayed it a little bit because they were like, "Well, we don't need to." This almost seems out of order. It was kind of similar for Stevie Wonder, where it's like he was making records when he was like right. fourteen or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't put him in with Chuck Berry. That doesn't make a ton of sense. You like yeah. delay it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I would say so Janet. <laughs> I would say Janet then, just because like. You look at people that are, like, real trailblazers in this, in their fields, and, like, MC5 is a huge trailblazer, but MC5 didn't have consistency. They didn't have, like, staying power. They had a giant burst at the beginning, and then, and everything that that meant, which meant a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's not, you can't compare it to, this is where it gets really hard, because it's the last pick, Um, but... And it, when you, you talk about to commercial be success, your... you talk about being a pioneer in your field, you talk about the sort of accomplishments that you made like in this and your longevity and all this. 
and Janet Jackson's like now touring again or or talking mm-hmm. about touring again and she's everybody's losing their back, mind baby she's like, back she's but, running but everybody's really stoked like that says yeah. a lot uh-huh yeah that there's a lot of love still right and and partially due to the fact that a lot of th- a lot of music right now owes a lot to janet jackson a lot wouldn't it be cool if she got in is it her first year eligible no no she's been eligible for a while and she's been on three ballots this is oh, her okay. third ballot yeah. I feel like now is the time for Janet. Oh, Jackson. we uh, we are uh, we agree here at yeah. the pod. <laughs> I got her I actively coerced. <laughs> yeah, the ballot we helped fill out, we we campaigned for Janet, and then it, he 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 marked the box. He marked baby. the box. Wow, baby. the fifth box that he marked too. He had his four down, and mm-hmm. then he was trying to pick his fifth. So yeah, so that's it. So the zombies, Radiohead, Devo. Craftwork and Janet. Janet. All right. That's a great my, ballot. That's, ballot. That that's a, a good great pick. ballot. You know, this is our last episode before we get the uh, inductee list. Now, like what Kristen said before, every member of Aerosmith gets a ballot. Oh, that's not who's gonna get. No, of course, oh, yeah, of course, no, course. No, I'm no, leading no, into yeah, that yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was your yeah. pick, as yeah. if you had a ballot. Right. Right. Yeah. Of course, our picks are very different from who we think will get in. Yeah. And I think what Kristen said about you know every member of Bon Jovi, every member of Aerosmith has a ballot. That gives you an idea of then who will. Todd Rundgren. Yeah. So yeah. if we want to make, yeah. I think maybe let's make our final predictions here. I know mine have changed a little bit since maybe the last time we talked about it. I think number one is Def Leppard, just because it like makes sense. Oh yeah, and then we have to check in with the fan vote in a second. I mean, the fan vote has not changed. Oh, okay. uh, it's nothing. No, no movement even at the bottom. Um, I mean, it's a real race for the bottom <laughs> with MC Five and Kraftwerk. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's mostly the same. Yeah, Kraftwerk's not getting in. No. MC Five's not getting in. No. Um, so I think Def Leppard's going to run away with it. I mean, they're number one on the fan vote, and that, that usually indicates that that's a lock because it just, you know, they're the populist pick. Right. You know? And they're that's the so closest weird. to what people think of, of like rock, rock band. Rock, man. Why aren't oh, fucking man. Def Leppard That's in? not what I think of at all when yeah. I think of rock. <laughs> well, you know, you maybe you need to open your mind, John. I don't know. <laughs> to the old idiots. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't do enough cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I then think Rundgren is in the two spot for me. I think yeah. it just he's so well respected. He's part of that genre that you know. If you're a he's classic rock alive. artist, he is still alive. Does he play music? Has he, he been playing? He is still recently? doing stuff. You know, he tours. He works with. He's worked with everybody. Just seems like that's going to be number two. And then I'm now I'm putting the zombies at my number three spot, just because I feel like I always thought the zombies would get in. They were always on my. Thing. They've moved up for me just as I've thought about it, and I've thought like think about the old people, and they're the only like '60s group. Yes, and, right. like the, everybody who votes Honestly, is a boner for the '60s. Can I say that? I, yes, I can. I grant myself permission to say <laughs> yeah, it's your podcast. Uh, it's my podcast. Um, honestly, we might be suffering in some ways from like a um. A, a, a deluge of new wave artists normally there's mm-hmm. like maybe one or two new yeah. wave artists that like you know could maybe make it or whatever and like this time now instead it's like there's one kind of like what you think of as like butt rock like mm-hmm. um yeah. uh, a nominee and then there's only one old school like 60s british, invasion, british yeah. invasion band and it's it's kind of actually clearing the path for these um yeah uh, uh so i think I think the zombies have a good have a very good shot, even though they've been on the ballot before. I think this is the clearest path they've ever had. This will be their year. Yeah. Yes, we can we can finally stop saying that joke. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, and then I think Stevie Nicks is in the is in the Probably. four slot, 
She, I think she's more vulnerable than than I've been saying, just because I could see people having the justification that we've articulated. But I also just think like the name recognition and people yeah. not even thinking about the fact that Fleetwood Mac's in. I think they're going, oh yeah, Stevie Nicks. She could be the first woman who's inducted twice. Yeah. That's great. Stevie Nicks is an icon. Of course, I'm voting for Stevie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that once we get to the fifth and, and like, sixth she's slots, my friend. She puts yes, of course. On her microphone. She's too. famous. Right, right, Everyone right. knows I'm her. I'm Steven Tyler. In that yeah, one. right. Yeah. <laughs> I got the scarf thing from her. <laughs> the fifth and sixth slots are where it gets interesting in that you are forced to pick someone interesting. Yeah, yes, you know because there's nobody that boring left. Right. It's like which is this great. Is why this is why I can't believe I'm like actually uh-huh. I'm excited. I'm interested in who it's going to be. I and, and you know we might be disappointed. Uh Yeah, okay, what's the most disappointing way to round out the ballot? So, okay. If it ends up being mm. like if it ends up being like MC5, that's interesting because they're underdogs and yeah. like it's they are important and you know they're not that well known and it would shine a light on them. But yeah. what would be kind of disappointing about that is you'd be like, oh, racism. Can I also really quick say I would be so hyped to see Stevie Nicks perform at the induction ceremony. Yes. That uh, genuinely would that make would be me cool. excited and happy and I would like to see it. And I would be really excited to hear Wayne Kramer speak. Yes, from the MC5. From the MC5, Mm -hmm. because like his post-fame career, where now he's more like worshipped as a myth than like a guy, is he does a a charity called Jail Guitar Doors. He learned how to play guitar when he was in jail, uh, and it like changed his life, obviously. And so what he does is he donates guitars and um, like teaches inmates how to play guitar while they're in prison to give them like a creative outlet. Yeah, and so I'm sure he would probably talk about that he would talk about like, that's an amazing charity with a very bad name yeah <laughs> like that is, i think that, that's like three just nouns like yeah, jail guitar doors is like i feel like it's a reference to something <laughs> yeah i would i would because i think billy bragg's in it too like mm-hmm. in the charity and i think that might be like a lyric from one of his songs or something i can't okay. remember but it I is a horrible a name full lyric it's a it's a very bad name jail uh, guitar okay but sorry. again if it was mc5 i would think like oh yeah, because they're white and from the '60s. That's what yeah. I would think immediately. Right. But they're you know? they would not be boring. Like they their whole thing has been like anti racism and like anti. Yes, for sure. Uh, I mean, they're, they're white Detroit Panther. In the 60s, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were sure. black. They they yeah. were with the they black Panther. White, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but still, it, it would feel like the voters were saying, you know, yes. I will vote for them over Janet Jackson. See, like, to me, over my dead body. If you put that fifth spot to John Prime, that's what that would that's mean also, to me. That's also how I felt. Uh, See, I just It's never... like those ones where it's like they're, they're not, they're afraid to pick and they like, it's becoming a line in the sand of like, I won't pick Janet Jackson. I won't pick Radiohead. I won't pick LL Cool J. It's like, we are old. We are old and we, we, are we like it. Pick, we, and we like old people. <laughs> That's why that those choices would be boring, even though they're not that boring. Like we yeah. said, yeah. things for MC5, and even John Prine is like a very interesting oh, be oh, so songwriter but what it, and what like it such would an mean underdog. Would be uninteresting. Yes, exactly. That's but, what I mean. I mean, I don't know. Like it would mean a whole lot for the like sad middle-aged white guy demographic and you know, who's thinking of them gosh they need <laughs> we to, need to stand we up for need them to sta- i just i want to know what they're thinking but my prediction is that janet will get that fifth slot you think so and i'm putting her at at, at at the five slot i think she's it's vulnerable because of the the you know rock bias that she's not rock and roll or any of that bullshit but i do think that's how people think um but she's she's rhythm and blues 
of course. You know what I mean? Like, like that, she is what, she took rhythm and blues from the, like, you know, where it was and created the modern R&B, exactly. like, pop star mm-hmm. kind of thing while not ever seeming too manufactured while still seeming like an artist and an 100%. auteur. Yes, try explaining that to Tico Especially Torres from Bon Jovi. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we're that's what we're up with. There's like so many there's so many incredible reasons Tico! <laughs> why Janet should be in but like if you're just looking at, you know, what we've been disappointed before. Right. by these voters. Sure. Um and I do also but I have I hold out hope uh, for Janet, and then I do think there's going to be six this year. There's either five or six, and I think Radiohead could get that sixth slot, especially because they missed last year, which I think was very surprising Why for a lot of people. Six? Well, sometimes there's. It depends six. on how close the votes are. <laughs> oh, okay, Dep- sure. Yeah, depends there's on how really close no the votes answer. are. Cool, um, tight. Just yeah, sometimes there are six. Uh huh. Sometimes they will be like, "Hey, surprise! We're just going indu- to induct a bunch of singles, like songs, into the true." Hall. Did they induct "Build Me Up Buttercup"? No. They should. They should. Okay. Who is that by? The Foundations. Yep. Yeah, so that's like a good one. They would do singles for songs that are by artists who are definitely what not getting in. What did we say yeah. were the, what, what, what else do I, have I? Do we think this yeah. year, if they announce the singles? Yeah. I last think year they announced, Buttercup is a. Last year they announced the singles out of nowhere at the ceremony and nobody knew it was going to happen. Which oh. was awful. And they didn't have weird. any of the... They didn't like, no. have the represent- no, re- representatives there for the... Oh, that's awful. It was really I, and I weird. hope they rectify that by announcing it with the inductee announcement this year. Uh, and last year it was like Rocket 88, The Twist, oh, Louie yeah. Louie. Wait, Rocket 88 was written by Ike Turner. Ike Turner, but it was performed by Jackie Breston, Breston. and the Delta Cats. Yeah. So it, but but, but did... it's still Ike's in. in yeah. yeah. Okay. At any rate, it's Ike's a weird... Ike's in and so is Tina, but only with him. Uh, Not on her own. Oh, she should she, be in. Yeah. So that's that's more, a good example. More than, than more than Stevie, Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Exactly. That's she is example. linked forever with her abuser. It is very upsetting. Fix it. Uh, yeah, she deserves to be in. And also, I I I predict is she still alive? Tina Turner. Yeah. Oh yeah. I predict like a a. a I predict she's really gonna die. Awesome. <laughs> a really oh. awesome death. Uh, no, I I predict like a. a a weird, cool Tina Turner comeback thing that hopefully happens before she dies because be I think so we're cool. ready for another like, just like a farewell tour for mm-hmm. Tina Turner. Yeah, like because she's yeah, so she's important. Man, it's happening with Cher right now. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, interesting. And uh, Cher's like auto tuning and like like lip syncing yeah. and stuff, but nobody cares because it's fucking. Yeah, Cher. they're like yeah, Cher, you you're, yeah. you're Cher. Yeah. We're so she's glad you're here. Thanks, yeah. Cher. Uh, I hope she does what Dolly does, which is like pretend to play instruments that she has no business playing <laughs> over a recorded track. Right, Dolly does it with a saxophone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she the sax. tiniest saxophone. That's so, she's so a saxophone funny. the size of a water bottle. <laughs> I love her. She's also not in the either is Cher. Thing. What Dolly? Yeah, Dolly or Sh- that? That's yeah. insane. They're, they're yeah. weird. That's that's genre bias. Genre bias. At, at any and... rate, that's really uh, wild. Off the top of my head, if I had to, if I had to pick singles that I think they would put in, I would say, uh, if I could stand, turn back time, "Stand by <laughs> Me" by Benny King, "96 uh-huh. Tears" by Question Mark. That's a Mysterians, great one. "Wild Thing" by the Trogs. Yes, is um, in a Duke of Earl? Is, is Duke of Earl Born to Be Wild got in? Born to Be already, Wild was yeah? last year. Okay, did in Duke of Earl get in? Gene Chandler? No, that should go. In. That's, that's a good. That's one of the most underrated songs. In a Gata De Vida. By Iron Butterfly. Great singles. Um, These are great singles. Maybe Joe. maybe sixty minute man by uh That's the first one I don't know. The Billy Ward and the Dominoes. That's one of those ones where it's like you could technically count it as the first rock song. 
Oh, really? You know, it's like uh, Rocket 88 is similar. Right. Where it's they were like, is this the first rock song? Huh. Uh, was that like a Lomax Brothers? I, I have or... no idea. Uh, but 60 Minute Man, of course, is about how a guy will fuck you in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, One Minute Man by Missy Elliott? Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely get in. Will <laughs> uh, Missy Elliott get into the yeah, into the hall once they so. start inducting more rap hip-hop, artists when then... they can't uh, uh, yeah deny it, and then it becomes then then she's coming for you. Uh, uh, what God, about she's so important? Uh, maybe American Pie. Uh, I, I, has... Oh, that's a great that's a great pick as well. Has any like Danny Barker gotten in? I don't know who Danny Barker is. Danny Barker is like widely recognized as like the first person to record uh new orleans blues slash rock like before professor Longhair um okay, and all those guys and he had the first long hair's in as like an early influence and he should be in yeah. um but danny barker had a song called chacomo findo hey oh which is, which is like in the Ico Ico and Ico, all that yeah. like that that was like an old like you know standard and he was like the first person to record it but his version of it is about um, getting super drunk on Mardi Gras and killing the man who's fucking your wife uh, oh. and making it look like an accident. Hey, Chacomo Finane, all right? Oh, hey, my man. Hey, quick question yes. then. Last year yes. was like Sister Rosetta Tharp on the ballot. She was on the ballot. Okay. Did she get in? She and then did. she did get in as, as an early as influence. As an early influence, though. Good. So it was like- It was the hall was... being like, she's not getting the votes. We put her on the ballot. She's getting in anyway. Who fucking cares? Good. She fucking should. She yeah. rules. Yeah, she rules. Yeah. But is, is there anybody like that? that There's like, no one who's early enough to Big be Mama an early Thornton? influence. We're talking about this ballot, right? Oh. Yeah. There's no but one so, this ballot- could they just be like, oh, and also Kraftwerk. someone's getting in early what? influence? The, the no, is, Kraftwerk. Work, Early real. influence, though, is it's a like designation of pre-rock and roll. Pre-rock and roll. Because, like, Sister Rosetta was around in, like, the 40s. You right, know what I mean? right, right. So that so category. Like lead belly and, like, yes, that kind of shit. Yes, exactly. Because um, it should be, Kraftwerk should be in as uh, an influence because they influenced an entire right. genre of music. Right. And did it, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, analog before mm-hmm. it was done digitally. Yes, and yes, then yes. did it digitally very well. Uh, I th- It's possible that they could throw some of these bands in as... As singles, kick out the jams could with MC5 could oh. happen if they just feel like MC5 has been on the ballot five times. They're never getting, they're not getting the votes. Uh, we're yeah, I don't sneak know when in. they'll ever get the votes. To be honest, they won't. It's it's yeah, we t- well, yeah. I think we talked about this in their episode. It's like what it's what like, ballot what would you have change? to see yeah. where MC5 winds up in the top five? Yeah, and I think it ends up being either racism or a genre thing, or every like, other person gets me too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> on the ballot, yeah, and MC5 are mostly dead, so you can't really uh, right. And also, they were like uh, by all accounts really cool, progressive, progressive and, yeah, guys for sure. <laughs> Well, yeah. maybe maybe that's it. I mean, that could happen with MC5. Uh, <laughs> but maybe, but do you think that they could put "Kick Out the Jams" as a single? They could if they feel like they want to get MC5 in. And that's the only that's, other way. That's so the only they, one they did that, that makes with sense. Link Ray last year with Rumble. You know, Link Ray deserves to be in. He does for as more a, than Rumble. Right. The song "Fire and Brimstone" by Link Ray is one of the coolest songs of all time. And, but the thing is, Link Ray, like the Zombies, only had one real album. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the Zombies! The Zombies. Hey, why don't we take a break and when we come back, let's talk about those damn boys. We're back. We're back, everybody. Uh, we hope you had a break that was... What kind of break do we hope that they had? One that was uh, maybe trying, but it's good that but it was... worth it. It yeah. was like maybe you maybe you thought about some stuff you've been avoiding. Like some some thoughts you've been trying not uh-huh. to think and you, that difficult. you really need to get through. But, but once you get to the other side of them, it, you're going to be glad that you did it. It was rewarding. Did it. Yeah, no doubt. Hard All right. work 
is Say, not easy. <laughs> that's like that classic Kristen quote. <laughs> hard work. Hard work is not hard easy. Hard work is not easy. Damn, stitch it on Ooh, some stitch it on fucking a thing and yeah. Oh. Just a picture of like a duck going whoops, <laughs> like dropping something. <laughs> hard work is not easy. Oh yeah, you're thinking like poster in a middle school. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Also also accurate. Um, what homework? <laughs> well, that's that sounds like my man Garfield. <laughs> uh let's talk about the zombies. Uh, so the zombies are on the ballot for the fourth time this year. The third in a row first showed up on the ballot for the class of 2014. Uh, and then it had a had a bit of a break. And then 2017, 2018, 2019, third in a row. They became eligible for the 1990 wow. ceremony. Dang. <laughs> so, and yeah. there was no way they were going to get got, in. Who no. got inducted in 1990, Joe? Off the Dome. Oh, Off the Dome. It's like the four tops and like the who. <laughs> you know, it's oh, wow. Just well, like, they're both good. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, those first classes are, are good. You know, When did the whole obviously. start? 86. 86. Oh, okay. oh. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Very good. God, it's gotten me. It's in there. It wriggled its way into my brain. Yeah. Um, Ooh wee. Yeah. So uh, they obviously, which obviously they're not getting in immediately when like you have to induct the kinks, for example. Right. You know, yeah. there are uh, bands that are come going to come first. But eventually you get around to... Eventually, you put in the Moody Blues and you've cleared <laughs> out all of the 60s. Fucking Moody Blues are in before the zombies. Don't That's a fucking Maybe only by a year, though. Started. Maybe only by a year, though. So, uh, Josh, as we were, it kind of came up organically, but we were talking about what is the criteria mm-hmm. to get into the hall. And the hall, as an institution, does not really uh, publish that. They don't sure. say, like, you have to do this, this, and this, and you get in the hall. It's essentially just 25 years after your first recording that was released. And then the, after that, it's just you kind of look at who is in the hall. And then you – what I've done, I'm saying you. I've looked at who's in the hall, and I've determined a set of criteria that I think is pretty solid if you want to figure out if someone is worthy and or will get in. Mm-hmm. So let's go through the zombies. Sure. Uh, and this criteria and see how our damn boys stand up. So the first Straight. category – First category is still after all these straight. years they're standing up straight. Yep. Uh, the the first category is critical acclaim. Yep. You know if you're critically adored. Got it. And yeah, they they do for sure. Check. <laughs> Not immediately though. Well, the way that Joe yeah, likes so to decide whether someone has reached critical acclaim is based on the evaluation of Rolling Stone magazine in general, right? Because those the the two things are linked. You know, Young right. Winner more or less started the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Rolling Stone magazine. And if there is uh, acclaim coming from that magazine, that can only help. Yeah. Is he still alive? He Jan? He's yes, still he is. alive. He is still alive. Did he yeah. he showed up last year and people booed him? Was that No, him? um he was there twenty seventeen and when I was there. When you were there. And yeah. like he was like, Hi everybody, welcome to the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Everyone was like, You suck and not everyone, but there was a mixed response. That rules. Isn't yeah. That the commissioner nice? of rock and roll gets booed just like the commissioner of football. Yeah. The <laughs> or pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. We don't like authority. We're very yeah. rebellious. When uh the lists that Rolling Stone puts out are a good way to try and like take a a pulse of mm-hmm. how critics feel. So let's talk bum, about the. Bum, 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 bum. Is that uh, a new sound effect that you're gonna have to put oh, in here? Now? And let's take it's, the pulse. It's like the snake. Bum, 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 we have to yeah. put in one there too. Oh god damn it! Uh, <laughs> so um, we look at often the 500 greatest albums 
yeah. list. Uh, and Odyssey and Oracle is what top twenty five. Well, what do you guys what do you guys think? This is also this is like a new segment we do where we. Oh yeah, where we. So Odyssey and Oracle is obviously on the top five hundred. Where do yeah. you think they fall? I would say in the top forty. Okay, I think in the. I think it's going to be between 100. I would say between 60 and 100. Damn. Kristen, you are consistently very good at this, right? <laughs> so they uh, they have two versions of this list where they made slight modifications oh, yeah. that are like seeming, seemingly random. 8 and 2012? Uh, 2003, oh. I think, in 2012. 2000... The 2012 one, the zombies should be bumped up. Interesting. Like well, I have bad news. Like oh, really? 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 The modifications that they did for the 2012 list was to like throw in some Kanye, throw in like Sleater Kinney, like to like kind of catch yeah. up a little bit on like a Which lot of Sleater the Sleater Kinney album. Did they put in there? Um, the the good one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, in 2003 they were number 80. Will Sleater Kinney get into the Rock Hall? Just um, something to think about. Yes. I think Probably. they will, yes. but I think it's going to be Especially a long because Carrie Brownstein's famous now. Mm-hmm. Yes, but also then, you know, Will Modest. Okay, guys, I, I gave want the answer. to talk about. I gave the answer. Number 80. Yes. Of the. Oh. Number 80, and then on 2012, number 100. Wow, it's, but I'm again, right it's like arbitrary. both times, and that you, feels you, Yeah, you really, you yeah. said the range in, yeah. in uh, yeah. So that leads us into the next category which is classic albums. Oh, really quick. Here's yes. what I know about the zombies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Usually Apologies we start off for, with, for missing that. with uh, what do I know about this band? So often Kristen is coming in with uh, maybe one fact yeah. or so. I've got a couple on this one. I mean, I know they're from the 60s. Very good. I know this will be our year. I know time of the season. I know all the songs that you. She's not there. Yeah, I know all this, and I Tell remember no. as a child, really thinking the lyric "Who's your daddy" was so confused. I mean, when I was like a young child, yeah. before like um, "Who's your daddy" became a thing. That, married to my mommy. Yeah, that like yeah. people Quit asking. That's yeah. This was like way before like the pornification of our culture, right. like where you you would say where daddy just meant daddy. Yeah, what back a time. A <laughs> I like time. to think of a time when. Daddy meant daddy. Yes. And daddy meant you were married to mommy, mommy. and not having <laughs> sex with me. Exactly. And so I remember hearing that lyric on a like radio station and being like, what a weird question. Mm-hmm. Who's your daddy? It's Rick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he goes by Tom, even though his name is Charles. That's real. What? That's, uh, that's your daddy? Who's yeah. your daddy, Josh? That's... Jeff. My daddy's name is Emil. E-M-I-L. Oh. It's like Emily without the Y. And, and if I a, saw that, I'd Polish say Emil, Emil for name. sure. Yeah, you would. Say Emil. And, my, and my dad would be like, eh, it's Emil. Okay. <laughs> also, I have a, he, he has a very difficult first and last name. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Which, we'll just call you by your last name. Nah, that's <gasps> harder. Yeah. Well, you have to go home, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, at any rate, those are our, that's the updates okay. on yet Who's an- Your Daddy. <laughs> yet another flight I won't be able to take because they don't know my name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, that and and I know that, um, uh, and I know that crazy story about how they that ZZ Top was yeah, essentially ZZ the Top zombies for a little bit. Yeah. as them. Shouts to Daniel Ralston who yes. wrote that great crazy story. Uh, so classic albums. This is an obvious one. Uh, we kind of just talked about it. Odyssey and Oracle is consistently in the conversation of like the all time classics, all time yep. greats. Uh, that's it for the zombies. Yeah, you know that's kind of. This is, 
you know, their their first album, like we said, it's called Be Here, but it's not really... It's not an uh, album. Not exactly an album. It's and a collection of singles. It was also... It's like also a lot of covers, you know? Yeah. The, and there's a lot of singles that weren't on that album that came out at the time. And there was some uh, critic who, who mentioned that, like, they could have put out, like, a really good debut album if they were able to curate all the singles they were making at the time yeah. and not include, you know... Uh, I got my mojo working, which yeah. their version is fun, but, you know, it's... Little Red Rider or some shit. Uh, yeah, Begin Here, excuse me. That's the name of that, that first album. But, yeah, that that uh, Odyssey and Oracle is the whole thing. It, you know, it begs the question... Also, Begin Here is hard because it, like... That it's like they want you to start there when you're listening to their music. It's like, okay. <laughs> which you shouldn't. You should you begin know. with Odyssey and Oracle. Exactly. There are, and you know, maybe we'll we'll talk about we'll get more into Odyssey or Oracle in a second after we do this next uh, category because then I have kind of a question about that. But then the next category is recognizable songs or iconic songs, mm-hmm. and I think they do have. I would say they have two iconic songs that are like in the uh, category. Oh, really? Of I would say three. Interesting, because my the iconic songs I would pick out are "She's Not There" and "Time of the Season." Mm-hmm. I think those are like two songs that. Everybody has heard. I would add "Tell Her No." Okay, yeah, "Tell Her No." If just hearing the "No, No, 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 No," yeah, no. yeah, yeah, I think that just mi- misses the mark. But I, I think for sure that's a uh, recognizable one, right? Uh, and then also over, but it kind of does it end there. I mean, like there are if you know music uh, and you're kind of hip to Odyssey and Oracle. Did This Will Be Our Year, was it featured in a movie or something? Yeah. What was it featured in? Um, this Will Be Our Year. Well, I know that um, Wes Anderson's used a couple yeah. zombies songs. Yes. Um, yes. So let's let's uh, let's play some of these because they're fun. Uh, this Will Be Our Year is, uh, it was at the end of a Mad Men episode in right. a really good way, as mm-hmm. I recall. It's also been like many people I know's wedding, wedding song. Songs. I've been yeah. to a wedding you know? where the first dance was was this yeah. song. And it's a, it's a uh, song that I think has grown in popularity. Yeah. Well, so this Just is the same way the album has. Yeah. Right. Did and this song break through when it first was out? Was this song no. popular? No. Well, nothing from this album broke out. Yeah. The only Wait, thing that what? broke. No, no. The, the one thing that broke out was um, uh, uh, time of the season. Time of the season. Like season. two years later. Right. And and they broke up before it right. was popular. And um, when I saw them first in like, oh, it was probably like, oh, seven, oh, six or oh, seven. It looked like they had just learned how to do the thumbs up because they were so (laughs) excited. And they were used to like playing the bullshit hits. And when Uh it was a mostly young audience, they were like, wait a minute. Like, do you guys like Odyssey and Oracle? And everyone was like. Yeah, right. We were at we were at fucking um the oh god, what's the name of that fucking awful place like near Malibu, the Canyon Club, okay. where it's like where like you go see Pat Benatar now. You right. know what I mean? Um, and uh, I wish nothing against Pat Benatar, but it's it's for State Fair acts. Yeah, exactly. You know? uh-huh. Um, and uh, when when we were like, yeah, play Odyssey Oracle, they were like, really? Like they were shocked. And they're, they're like, they're okay, well, I guess we'll, to, yeah. well, I guess we'll play some. And what they said was, they said that um, every year since Odyssey and Oracle came out, and they repeated this again when I saw them in most recently in like 2014 or 2015, um, they said that every year 
since Odyssey and Oracle came out, it has sold more copies than the year before. That's crazy. Which is Whoa. unbelievable. That also sounds, I mean, that, that sounds like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how, how right. They tell two friends what? and yeah. they tell two friends. <laughs> uh, but the, yeah, so the, the story of that album is like, first off, they almost didn't get to record it. Because they had put out, you know, that the the one album and then some singles, and they weren't doing great. No, and it was uh, Al Cooper, the producer, who convinced uh, the record company, like these guys are great. Let them. I think maybe they even they might have even recorded it, and they were like, "We're not going to put it out." And he was like, "No, these these guys are really good. I listen to this. Put this out." And they didn't really know what to do with it, and they mishandled it. Yeah. And instead of releasing Time of the Season, or you know. I think Care of Cell 44 even. Yeah. I think they, for the American market, because it was like wartime, they were like, okay, well, well let's release A Butcher's Tale. No, that was the has, single? Because it, it, it will, yeah. So A Butcher's it's, Tale, while a good song is like an album track, you and, know, it's, it's not a single. It has a World War One pump organ in it. <laughs> like, that's not your single. Right. They were like, it will resonate with people because of Vietnam. That's insane. And, uh, it, it'll, it'll start to come in. It has a, a very hey, haunting yeah. intro. Very yeah. haunting intro. Wow. Yeah, great single. Put this on the radio right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what it's like a funeral it? dirge from it's, like 1914. It's a song that I love, but it is just, is yeah. one of those songs you'd be like. Haunted Mansion? No, the, that uh, river, river, yeah. uh, something wicked this way comes. Like the carnival has come to town and right. it's a spooky or like one. Some, yeah, Pinocchio's gotten into some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mushrooms. Right. The fox gave Pinocchio too many mushrooms and he's like, no real boy now, dude. Wait, they tried to put this on the radio? That's insane. Yeah. I did not know that. That's absurd. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it, Again, like I said, it's a good song. Yeah, so like that's the whole song. It's like basically like an accordion and a guy singing, and that's it. I think they did try to release Care of Cell 44, though, as a single, maybe in Britain or something. Was they it... botched it in, in America with the fucking... They botched with the butcher. Uh, <laughs> a butcher botchy. Yeah, but then they... Well, Care of Cell 44 is a great song and should be a hit single, but I guess it just didn't really happen in Britain. Did, did it ever break through here? I mean, I've heard this. Song, yeah, recently, like within the last ten like years. A, yeah, this seems like from a Wes Anderson type of perspective that this would would gain uh, traction. Very, very famously, they used the zombies B side, "The Way I Feel Inside." Uh, yes, during, yeah. uh, during Life Aquatic. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, which if you want to hear that, that's a very haunting song. Yeah, uh, from the first. Should I try to? Yeah. Is it only just his vocals? Um, I believe that an organ comes in mm-hmm. at some point, and possibly a whole band at the end, but definitely an organ. And this song is a minute and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think this will be our year is like it's very short. two minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. Also, th- my friends who who got married to that song, they were like, what's a really short song? Yeah. <laughs> we do not want people mm-hmm. looking at us for a long time. Yeah. They were not needy comedians. Yeah, they, they didn't were do regular a, people. They didn't do a, uh, a flash mob. Yeah, no, they did not. 
Yeah, there's they, your. Oh, yeah, here's they the swayed in a circle for two and a half minutes, and we're like, phew, that's oh, over. Thank God. Everybody get out here. Uh, we might as well play Tell Her No, too, just because we were, we were talking about it before, which is a. Uh, and really why I have great. to play Time of the Season as well. We'll, we'll. we'll go through all of them, baby. Yeah. Wait, no, so what was the first song that became big of theirs over here? Uh, it was Time like, of the Season. Yeah. Although, you know, I think this and She's Not There did well uh, off yeah. the first, you know, record, the first collection of recordings. But yeah, this is this is like very recognizable. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know if you could, uh, if people would know that this is the zombies. Oh, yeah. I would you not know, know that just this is the feels zombies. Like I would generic, be like, this is, yeah. the, this is an oldie. Yeah. But a Maybe goodie. this part where you can hear his voice. But even then, like you'd have to be like a real big music fan, I think, yeah. to like be like, oh yeah, it's the zombies, which is wild because I feel like most people would know time of the season is the mm-hmm. zombies. Uh, and then we talked about she's not there, which is great, which yeah. made Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs list, Ooh, which wait. was an even more exclusive clip. Oh. Okay, you know, now like what number do I think that this is? I think that this this is the song. Yeah. This is the song. That's she's in, not there. Okay, yeah. that it. The, okay. I think that this is in the top 500. I think it's going to be. I say 380. I think 414. 380. Uh, 414. It, <laughs> again, like there's there's very minor adjustments, but it went from it was like 291 at one point and 297 at another, so close oh, to wow. 300. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this song's great. Okay, but we're but getting. But this isn't their best song, which is a big fundamental problem with how like old rock people think of the zombies. Yeah. This isn't even close to their best song. And it also is way too Argenty, and it, it goes mm-hmm. into like. Because Argent, like, the w- one really weird part about the zombies is that it's the Beach Boys if one of the dudes was super into Prague. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Um, like. Yeah, it's it the the prog breakdown at the end of time of the season specifically, like you can hear the entire genre of prog come out of that. Mm-hmm. I also appreciate. I think it's like a more. It's an interesting. Like I think, um, uh, time of the season, uh, or not? T- yeah, time of the season. That's what it's called. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? This song. Yeah. The, the, they the drink a Sprite the... at the beginning. That's how they got that <laughs> yeah. sound. That's a real story. Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's no not... 100%. No, so no I was paid $1,000 by Sprite to say that. Right? Cool. Hey, may all your cranberries be Sprite. I yep. saw that. Oh, that my billboard. Way here. Oh, I love billboard. it, and I genuinely cannot wait to drink and a cranberry Sprite. may all your cranberries be Sprite. But, uh, <laughs> but what I mean is the use of the is like such a cool it's a cool and production a clap. value it's a really weird progre- mm-hmm. yeah. uh, percussion and it's cool and I really like it and I like it's syncopation I think it's like a fun interesting song mm-hmm. and like Josh was saying before this was a last ditch effort for the record company two years after the album was recorded as a way of like maybe this will work the band has broken up at this point yeah. and then it became a surprise hit which led to the fake zombies. Right. Which, if people don't know... Two sets of fake zombies. There yeah. were two sets of mostly American artists who were masquerading as these zombies because there was a company that knew they could make money sending them out, out on tour for a band that people didn't know what the band looked like or anything. Right. They only knew and time they of the also, season. And, right. the, and the band, the zombies, did not know that they were famous in America. Which they did so not funny know that, that their that songs happen. had broken yeah. through. Uh, and then the, I think the last song that is notable in the zombies catalog because of that podcast S-Town. What? 
this, I guess, was a rose for Emily. Emily's a great song. Ended up being the uh, outro music to this S Town podcast, which was extremely popular. Oh, really? And then I think now, if you, I don't know if you were looking up Spotify, Kristen. I think a rose for Emily is like way up there because of that, which is fun when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, because this is just their um, uh, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. And you can kind of tell. It's good. It's not... I wouldn't call this one of their best songs. Um, I would put Brief Candles above this. Yeah. Um, But what's great is that it's in... All this Odyssey and Oracle stuff, it's just a great album full of great songs. Yeah. And they do a lot of tempo changes. They do a lot of um, almost like genre changes in between like songs like from the weird like... uh, Almost like Stand By Me, but hauntedness of Time of the Season mm-hmm. uh, into the weird prog breakdown. Like, they, it, it's not a surprise to me that as somebody that grew up liking of Montreal a lot, that I like the zombies. Yes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can see a lot of that, like, tempo change and harmonies and all of that, like, started. Like, they were really, really interesting with how it seems like, you know, Blumstone and Argent were very different and they had a weird tug of war within their songs together of mm-hmm. like that that you could uh, liken to Paul and John but less uh like fewer people know about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's a, like a little underground cuz this yeah. album has and I want to say it's it's due to the influence of artists after them. It's it's become a sleeper hit. Yeah. Now I, mean, I they are so kinksy to me, like mm-hmm. too. Like yeah. the, the fact that the kinks were so huge and then the zombies were like, well, also ran. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it yeah. was sixty eight is it, it that that's what fucked them. I think what fucked them is that the same year the Odyssey and Oracle came out, right? Uh Sergeant Peppers, Village Green, and My Generation came out. And you can't be the four you know what i mean like, right they yeah. came at a time yeah. and it, yeah it was like 67 or 68 where the also, best in bands... america at that point then mc5 is doing their dang thing too so it's i mean like it's it's, it's one of the most like prolific times in music because you also have Jimi hendrix right uh you have stacks yeah it, there's just so much going on that it's a crowded field you know, and that's... It's like streaming television now. You might, yeah. It's, it was the golden <laughs> they age were CISO. of TV of music. <laughs> the zombies were CISO. Uh, well, here's a question I, w- I want to introduce, which is that... Uh, Who's your daddy? I think I yeah. already answered Did we this. do that already? Did we do that What's already? What's your name? Mine was Amel. Uh, no, it was, you Nitrate? know, the, um, the bulk of the acclaim for the zombies is this one album yeah is that enough and how do you feel about one album being enough to get someone into the rock and roll hall of fame because yes. it's, it's happened you know if you look at like the sex pistols right it's one album yeah you look at nwa it's mostly one album you know, right it's a little bit outside of it but almost comparable to the zombies where there's you know some stuff outside of like she's not there and tell her now or uh Important, right? But it's it's mostly just that album. Yeah, I I, I would say yes because um they were uh because that album is perfect because it is a perfect album. It is representative while not being derivative, and they also were they're they're such a wonderful success story. Mm-hmm. You know that like yeah, and and they also I think you got to throw in that like Argent went on to 
form Argent and sure. do like he had a couple really big What is Argent? Is that a company Rod that Argent. makes plastics? No. It is. <laughs> it Rod might be. Argent is his yeah, Rod name. Argent <laughs> then formed a group, a prog group called Argent. I just want you to know that Argent sounds like one of those nondescript corporations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like I work for Argent, we make things. Yeah, oh, I, I work I, for I work... Argent. We're in control of your feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Argent had the big hit. Hold your hold head your head up. up. Yeah. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah. yeah. Hold your head up. Well, you could be doing anything. You're just making a cat noise. Yeah, doing a great job. Uh, yeah. So it's. I think because it's uh, like like we saw, it's top 100 albums. Yeah. You know, it is, and because people know that there was a band called the Zombies. You know, people know at least yeah. some songs. I think that bolsters up the fact that there is a classic, like undeniably classic album in addition to songs people know. But that's what uh, also kind of hurts them. Because if they had made a second Odyssey and Oracle, the case would be a lot stronger. Yeah, but what if their second album was fucking lame? Right. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, I I don't know. I feel like because they weren't allowed to, because, because they were not successful, even though their album was perfect... Um, I feel like that underdog story is what gets it to you. You know, like I feel like they are um, they're the 60s version of television of the band television, Uh you know, and television is another band that I believe deserves to be in the rock hall, but probably won't be for another 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And I think television has a a worse case or like a more difficult case because they don't really have have a time of the season. They don't have a she's not there. Right. You know, Uh, and it's I also think of the band Love. Yeah, they had an album called Forever Changes, which is all uh, considered to be one of the great albums. But they also, like television, don't have those like really strong singles right. that everybody knows the way zombies do. Yeah. Uh, the next category is commercial success. Not doing great, but you know, you're, I heard that they sell story. more <laughs> albums every year. I heard that. Okay, and if you get in on the ground level right now, <laughs> yeah, right, you could stand to make a yeah, lot of you money. Stand to make a lot of reselling money reselling their albums. <laughs> Just buy them in bulk and resell them. Uh, There's always a market. The bottom will never drop out. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I mean, they're they're not. They don't do great in that category. I, uh, for the reasons we've been talking about. But I feel like they have now. I feel like they've made up that. You know, especially because of and and they were talking about this when I saw them that like Dave Grohl did a cover of um, I think this will be our year in like the early 2000s that like hipped a lot of people to them. Yep. And then being in movies and being in podcasts and, like yeah. S-Town and, and right. you know, there's and, you know, being active on Twitter. That's true. Yeah. They're pretty smart about uh, and like people want to have zombies music in their stuff. Right. The next category is is longevity, which is their, you know, at first worst category, but then weirdly the fact that they're still touring and, and super resonant is, is, so it's like there's two sides to it where it's like they flamed out pretty quickly, but they were able to remain relevant uh, and they were able to come back and yeah be good they're relevant by popular demand they're not relevant because anyone was like shoving them down our throats you know it's not like some yes exactly like chubby checker you know like like it's it's not like Uh some like old timer that's like really trying super hard to like keep going at it makes me think of like the zombies taking the chubby checker approach where like it's the time of the season again (laughs) yeah right (laughs) the way it was last year (laughs) yeah 
it's, it's another the time, time of the next season, <laughs> which is winter. We're still your daddy. Uh, What's um, your name? I should remember. <laughs> I've asked you twice. <laughs> Could you tell me again? And then the next category is one I think they do quite well in, which is influence and innovation. I mean, they they across all sorts of artists I think have, have been influential and innovative. And I think the fact that we still talk about them and that yeah. the fact that they're still considered like cool. Right. Uh, yeah, and that I think is the thing. I think that's where the like Wes Anderson kind of being around on Twitter type thing actually yeah. helps them because they don't have a logo to put on an Urban Outfitters <laughs> shirt. Right. So it's like not that doesn't you help can't them. Commodify you it. cannot commodify them yeah. as, as well. As it's well. hard to get a Zombies T-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not just the Odyssey and Oracle album, album cover. cover. Yeah. Which even that is, is weird. Busy, that's busy, busy, busy and bizarre. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I guess that that I, I think that you know, kind of being being adjacent to things that are popular and like being like tastemakers, right? Yeah, uh, liking them has helped. Speaking has... of tastemakers, let's get to the last category. Does my mom know who Ooh, they are? Mary Pat, Ooh. Mary Pat, which Mary Pat. maybe is the most important category because, like we've seen with our predictions, it's often the artist with the most name recognition. Mm-hmm. Who's your mommy? Uh, oh my god uh, my mommy and my daddy are listening without a doubt oh, no. um, do they listen always I think so wow. yeah my uh, mom has never listened to an episode <laughs> and I talk about her a lot uh, my, my, my mom, mom actually listens to every episode that's, that's, see that's why we brought you in here yep. today yeah. we need you yeah. to talk to your mom she's been harassing us yeah she's been using the iTunes rating system to send very vicious messages <laughs> uh, my mom knows who the zombies are I mean also like she is of the age where, like, they were around and popular when, you know, it was happening, you know. Did they? Is she rich? Is she rich like me? <laughs> uh, did I would assume your guys' parents know who the zombies are? Yeah. If if you played, um, if I was like, hey, you know the band The Zombies, I don't know if my mom would be able to be, like, immediately, like, time of the season, but... If you play Time of the Season, she'd know the words. Yeah, my mom definitely would say that she knows the zombies. And then if pressed further to name a song, she would go, oh, you know. Yeah, right. So yeah. Uh, yeah. that's that's yeah, it turns it back on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it's an inquisition. Yeah. Why are you asking this? Yeah. Are you Let's, okay? Uh, <laughs> are you Let's hungry? get down to our verdicts. Then. Well, we do have a judge here. We, so. We've brought order, in order. the judge. Guilty. <laughs> Uh, and it's should they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Will they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? When and will it be this year? And Kristen, why don't you start us off? Listen up. They were one of my top draft picks, the Zombies. Mm-hmm. And I think they should be. I I think they should be because we are basically clearing out the 60s. And I think they deserve it a lot. Like if we're going to really get, you know, all the bands from 1968 – in there, put them in there. You yeah, know, they're maybe the last one. Yeah, I like them too because they, you know, they tweeted at you, Joe, when you were tweeting from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, sure and that did. was nice. That was cool, and it was I... definitely them around a computer doing it, <laughs> yeah, and not someone they hired. All of them one at a time typing each letter. Yep, uh, I do like Colin, their sweaters. Let me type. <laughs> yeah, I bet they'll retweet this episode. Ooh. I bet you they will too because they're nice them, guys. I bet they, I bet they will because they're great. Yeah, that's and so that makes me like them also. 
so yeah, I think they should. I do think they will. And I think it's going to be this year because uh, there ain't nobody else that can that's that's, that's competing like competing in their category. Yeah, that's competing in their category. So they're kind of going to they're going to take it. And that's going to be, and also just looking at the voodoo, at the voting body. Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, and that's the T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been saying that a lot. Uh, the zombies are canceled. This is says. like, yeah, Context. this is ba- this is like back when Joe got really into Yas Queen. Uh, yeah, it was. Is, I like to I like you. to be a year. <laughs> it's not behind for everything. you. Yeah, uh, uh, Yas Queen. I like dabbing. I like saying damn Daniel. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Verdict? Uh, damn, Daniel. I, I think you got yourself to a good band here. Uh, they're in. They should be in. Uh, they should be in because uh, they were a they were a success story, like, but an underdog success story where everybody's nice. And I think that that's a lot of it. Is that not only they're were they nice around, boys. right? But they, not only were they around so that you know, fucking. Uh, 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 whoever the fucking rhythm guitar player in the Moody Blues is, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, like everybody knows who they are. All of the voters yes, know who course. they are, but also all the voters are like, they're not as rich as me. I'm not threatened, mm-hmm. you know, like, and and yeah. genuinely, like the zombies deserve it because they made one of a handful of perfect albums. They are all very kind, and they still know how to sing and play, and like. Um, it's just too nice of a story to say no to. Yeah. And it'll be good to see them on the the cer- ceremony. The yeah. 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 Like and they'll they get up tour. there and they'll still play. They're not it's not gonna be sad and hard. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, they'll be good. They they'll will be put they'll have a great performance. It won't be like the Beach Boys. Right. Or Moody Blues. Or the Moody last Blues year. last oh, year. Uh, or the cars <laughs> to a degree. My <sighs> God. It the cars was rough. Really? Uh, as much as we love the cars. Um yeah, it's their it's their fourth year, the zombies, and it it feels like it's it's time. The path has been cleared. I think they should get in. I think they will get in. I do think it will be this year. Wow, uh, we're in agreement. We really this, across the board. Across yes, yes, yes. The board. Yes, yes. You know, yes. John Prine. Uh, you know, a little little modest John Prine when asked about being nominated for the first time, his response was, "Oh, I don't know. I feel like the zombies should get in before me." We talked right. about what a guy. to your uh, point about the rhythm guitarist for Moody Blues, like the least uh, popular or important member of the Hollies tweeted out he, with his ballot because he's in. He was like, no. I don't know. I'll vote I can't for the Hollies got in before the zombies. That's so weird. More, It's way more singles. That's like the. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But they, they don't have anything close to like a the Hollies are album. cake. The Hollies yeah. are 60s cake. It's just, just songs about jackets. I don't need it. Uh, so, but he was like, I'll vote for the zombies, but like, I don't know who else to vote for. And it's like, that's that's who's voting. Yeah. You know? And he literally only voted for the zombies. His, that we know his ballot of. was just one. I mean, he that was the only one he knew. Maybe he was convinced by other people. I mean, so, I'm, I hope those induct Janet people got in there and just tried to work it, did, but did not too hard. But you not know too what hard, I mean? guys. Is Rocky he, Erickson in? I No. He'll never get in. I don't think I even know who that is. 13th floor elevators and um, uh, I was oh, just, the 13th floor elevators. <laughs> what uh, is this? Josh, what the hell is this? Rocky Erickson was a very, very weird We get it. Druggie. You're an obscure music aficionado. I don't know if he's that obscure. I guess he's really obscure. I would he, say he's obscure. He's, if he, Joe went, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, Rocky Erickson was like a druggie who was um, in like the, the late 60s who was in like the psychedelic rock thing and the, his band, the 13th Floor Elevators, like made it on TV and like got really successful. 
And then uh, what I, I want to say is Sheriff in Texas made it his mission to ruin Rocky Erickson's life. Ooh, and uh, Rocky so, Erickson so. ended up in um, like a Daniel Johnston-esque, uh, like just uh, various insane asylums and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the band Ockerville River uh, like helped uh, rehabilitate his music career. Oh, that's great. Is um, this a documentary? This sounds like... Yeah. I don't know if it's a documentary. This sounds like a perfect wow. documentary. That could get him in if there's one thing I know about <laughs> yeah. a documentary. Well, Daniel Johnston's not in. Yeah. No. He's yeah. Not. No. Uh, and Ockerville River isn't either. So I like them a lot. The yeah. zombies get in. Who gives the speech to induct Ooh. them? The guy from the Hollies. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson's a very interesting choice. What yeah. about what the one I said? Dave Grohl. It's going to be Dave Grohl. Could be Grohl. What about the you guy know from who, the Hollies? You know who goes to uh, who goes to bat for them? Apparently, in the nominating committee room is Paul Schaefer. Ooh. I guess uh, apparently yeah. he's the one who's always. Like really given like the stump speech to get the zombies in. Is he a really great speaker though? Would he? He's he would he would give a good speech if he's passionate. That would be which fun. Would, it would be is. fun. I, I I feel like they're gonna go with Dave Grohl because he's done a cover and every every fucking musician over fifty is like this young kid Dave Grohl yeah. is really popular. The thing about Grohl yeah. is like he shows up a lot, but it's almost like they have to pick their spots with him. Yeah, because he could like give the speech for, for like, a lot of everybody. People. Yeah, I don't you know? want him to. Right. I uh, mean, you know who should do it? Ray Davies. Oh, that's interesting. <gasps> That'd that be rule. cool. That's cool. I was gonna say Ringo. Because I know Rod Argent was in Ringo's All-Star, All-Star Band. Band. Right. Oh. That could be that interesting. Would be cool. um, and Ringo works at Argent. <laughs> <laughs> Stop writing me letters. I'm too busy with my shifts. You know who I know is a, a very big Zombies fan is Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles. Yeah, but they could do that. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't be a, a, yeah, a huge draw. Yeah, that's not a very That's big literally draw. someone I tried to get for this podcast. <laughs> I mean, she rules. Yeah, yeah, she's really great. I'm a big fan. Close your eyes. Who is your dad, darling? It's the time of the season. Do you understand? We're the zombie fans. Is your daddy rich? Or is he? (laughs) That went so much longer than I thought it would. I'm proud of us all. Okay, uh, there's uh, there's a classic lineup of the band. That's who gets in. You know, there's there's nobody where it's like, does this guy? Well. Another later guy. I mean, like the later bassist. I mean, I don't know. He's probably already in later the bassist. The later bassist is John. Uh, what's his name? I forget his name. But he's he's he the 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 current bassist. The current touring bassist of the Zombies was in the Kinks for oh, a while during like Golden Era Airy? Kinks. Huh? Airy? is that the guy's A I R E Y? I can't, I can't remember. Anyway, it's or, just it's, it's Ro- Rod Argent, Colin Blunstone, Paul Atkinson, Hugh Grundy, Chris White. That was like the classic yeah. line. Chris White is the guy that did the other that did the um, Butcher's Tale, I believe. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, my favorite single. Well, they all get in. <laughs> what do they play? They show up. They they have a three song set. They I think open it's pr- several sprites. Yeah, <sighs> I think time of the season is an obvious one. I think she's not there is an obvious one. I think the real question is like, what is that third track? I really this hope will it be plays. our year. That seems like a yeah. That's what yeah. they that's what they end on and because it's, it's like, like very poignant, meaningful. Yes, right. yeah. It, it has yeah. to do it's with what, what they're, happens. What they're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, which is a bummer because. Uh, I would much rather hear them play Care of Cell 44 or um, mm-hmm. like even like Brief Candles. Yeah. Um, I feel like that that's a song that hasn't been talked about enough. Like that's one of their best songs, I think. And it's also one of their most interesting and um, unique and original songs. And I don't think it gets enough uh, play. Yeah. And it's a poetic reference. It's cool. It's cool. The zombies were cool. It's about death. It's- 
Yeah. Um, they out out um, brief candle, but it it does it does. Feel- Jesus Christ. It does feel like that's what the, the that's what like time play. of the season and she's not there definitely. And then they can switch it up, but it yeah. feels like this will this be our year. Really yeah, makes they're going to do it. It's two on the nose. And then everybody comes out and slow dances to it. Yeah, it's also married. a short. Yeah. Also, they have a short song, so they could that's, do I was going to say they could do four because their songs are pretty short. And yeah. th- then it or maybe they'll no, do a or... prog jam into something yeah. else. Well, time of the season, they out. could just go nuts on the prog yeah. jam at the end. All right. Well, who's going to – do they do guests? Like, do, do people come out and be like, oh, shit, this guy's I mean, playing with ideally, the zombies? Does yes, that happen? Yes, but well, does some... it happen always? No. It... Does it happen sometimes? Does the thing that Joe likes to say is the best part about a hall induction used to be the all-star jam at the end where people were just right. picking up different instruments and Paul Schaefer's trying to keep it together, man? Hasn't happened since I've been watching for one year. Oh. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, there could be. I feel like if you know the person who inducted them gave the speech – could sit in and that would be right. appropriate uh but then also there's the possibility of them and the other inductees at the end uh, right. performing something it would be nice because so i saw them like two or three years ago when i saw them play the entirety of um odyssey and oracle and that was the first time the band the zombies played a show in america like the full original oh, lineup really cool. of the band yeah uh they still didn't know they were famous <laughs> yeah, right. No, the guy, the one guy, just stayed in England, I guess, and he was fine. Yeah, Chris, whatever his name is, white. Uh, well, I mean, they're all white, but what's hey, white? Hey. White Chris was fine. <laughs> um, they, they, and sometimes if there is like a uh, cover song in their catalog, that's a good indication of what they might play at the end because usually mm-hmm. they play like a classic song. And they did have a cover of "You Really Got a Hold on Me" on that first oh. album, so oh, that yeah. that seems like a, a a possibility. Which I'm not a fan of. Uh, the Zombies. Wow, I think it might be their year. I will text you if they get in, Josh. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, do you want to go if they get in? Do you want to go to the ceremony? It? It's in Brooklyn. At the Barclays in Maybe. March? Maybe. Let me know. Yeah. It depends on who else gets in. Right. Because oh. I've seen the zombies a bunch. Right. Of oh. course. But if the if it's the zombies and like... Any of your other picks, if it's like yeah. Devo If or... it's Devo and the zombies, I'm there. Like, well, that, that would be really Maybe fun. we'll see it next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will be next year. Thank you, Josh, so much for, for Thanks, coming Josh. on the show. Thank you. Anything you'd like to plug or your social media? You're, you're one of my favorite followers on Twitter. Oh, Shut up, Androsky. Thank you. Uh, I, I if you're a weird person that likes music and also football, I have a football podcast that is not for cops. Um, <laughs> it's more about like the culture around football and uh, talking to people that are funny about it. So it's not like here's what the Rams should do with their slot receiver. It's much more like, hey, um, did you know that uh, football announcer Jim Nance keeps a picture of burnt toast in his wallet because he is sick and tired of telling people and returning his toast because it's not burnt enough. And his wife laminated it He's a, because a reference she hates photo. him. That's so funny. And she's sick of him complaining about it. So she laminated it and he keeps it in his wallet. So that He sounds like a fun guy. He's a murderer. Those stories and more. Yeah. On uh, are you are you ready for or I think it's called I am ready for some football. <laughs> I think it's called uh, Yeah, that's great. I am ready for it's some just go to at bad football pod on Twitter. That's incredible. Oh, uh, boy. Kristen, what do, we, what do we got? Listen up, guys. I'm at K-Stud across all social media. By the time you're listening to this, it will already be too late. I'll have performed my show. <laughs> I will be dead. <laughs> I will have performed my show. you're listening to this podcast, at the comedy, dead. At the Central Stage right. already. But I will be doing it one last time in Chicago on December 30th at the Annoyance Theater. 
Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. You're. <laughs> it's your girl. <laughs> if you're there, you're my friend. You know that. All right. Cool. You can find me at Joe K. Joe K. on Twitter. Hey, Joe. Oh, I, I can say for the yeah. first time on this podcast, I have a half hour special on Comedy Central. Yeah, that's uh, USA. USA. <laughs> we'll be filming. Ooh. filming no, it's in... Comedy Central. Oh, via com. <laughs> there you via go. Com. Uh, it'll be filming in New Orleans at the end of January, uh, and I've known this for a very long time. I and have was never here gotten the to day that you found it. out. Yes, I, I, were. we recorded an episode, and we couldn't tell anybody. No. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a very exciting thing. I'll be running that half hour at Chicago Underground Comedy on December 18th. Chuck. At Chuck. So if you're in Chicago, Chuck. please come out. Oh. You'll, you'll see. I'll be running my That'll my, be fun. I'll send some friends your way. Oh, thank you. Uh, rate review us on iTunes. Subscribe. Five stars only. Rockhallpod at gmail.com is our email address. Please send us messages. We like that. We do. At Rockhallpod is our Twitter. Uh, thank you to Ted Trapper Listful. Natalie Garcia Mayor and Bets the Dog for opening their doors and letting us use the studio and equipment. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music, Mike Lloyd for the logo, and Future Rock Legends for being the resource and all this stuff. Next time we see you, we'll be announcing the inductees. Thank you so or much. Or will I be getting pranked again? <laughs> we'll find out. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.